Hey guys, welcome to Thank God It's Fantasy Football. This is the Week 7 Starts and Sits. There are so many variables why I love to start Matt Stafford this week. The biggest one is it's a huge revenge game. He couldn't get anything accomplished in Detroit, and look at him this year in LA. The Lions gave up the 6th most points per game, and Matt Stafford just threw for 4 touchdowns last week. In fact, he's done that twice already this season, and he's thrown for more than 1 touchdown in every game aside from Week 5. If there's one game this week where I'd love to dominate one side of the matchup, I would want as many Rams pieces as possible. I know this list has a lot of stars on it this week, however these guys haven't been playing the way we've expected them to. Matt Stafford is currently QB8, and he could finish his QB1 this week. Next up, give me Devontae Booker because Saquon Barkley is out again this week. The Panthers' defense looked incredibly scary to start the season, but after losing Shaq Lawson, they've been giving up 5.9 yards per carry. Booker played 71% of the snaps last week and only got 16 touches. I'm expecting a touchdown, 20 touches, 100 yards, lock it in. My second running back is James Conner. He's usually somebody that doesn't get me too excited, but look at the matchup this week. They're playing against the Houston Texans. They're currently 17.5 point favorites. The line at one time was 18.5, 19 depending on some books. That means that they're going to be running the ball. And who runs the ball there? James Conner. Who's the back that catches the ball? Chase Edmonds. I expect it to be a big Conner game. Conner had the most carries he's had all season last week. He had 16 rushes, and this was for his best clip of the season. I'm expecting a great game out of James Conner. He could fall into the end zone once, maybe twice. So as we know, A.J. Brown had food poisoning last week, but he still had nine touches. This week, I'm expecting a huge game out of them because if you look at the line from Vegas, they're expected to be throwing the ball a lot. Now, don't get me wrong. The Chiefs are not great against the run, but they're 31st against the pass. And they're top five in both man and press coverage. Both things that A.J. Brown crushes against. He's the fourth most targeted receiver when in press coverage. And the Chiefs love to blitz. That's really their strong suit of their defense if there is a strong suit. Now, can I interest you in a receiver who's targeted at 40% when his quarterback's blitzed? That's A.J. Brown. Calvin Ridley also has a crazy opportunity this week to turn it on. He's playing against the Dolphins who are number one in man and number two in blitzing. It just so happens that Calvin Ridley absolutely dominates against man coverage just like A.J. Brown. Since 2020, there's only five receivers who have more yards per route run in-man coverage than Calvin Ridley. And he actually has a higher target percentage against the Blitz. Only Cooper Cup has more. How is that even possible? At tight end, give me Dallas Goddard and not for just the obvious reason that Zach Ertz is out of town. The Eagles and Raiders both play 80% of their defense in zone coverage. That means that Jalen Hurts won't be able to run. He's unreal at taking off against man because clearly there's a man covering the quarterback. If he's faster than that guy, he's gone. But in zone, people are spying on him. Not only does Dallas Goddard not have to worry about Zach Ertz stealing routes, but he also gains a huge amount of volume in zone coverage. This is a match made in heaven for these two. I don't love most of the kicking options this week, so give me Zane Gonzalez. Both the Giants and the Panthers are featuring backup running backs, so if the running backs aren't going to be successful on the ground, I'm expecting a lot of kicking. So give me Gonzalez because he's got the leg to hit those 50-plus field goals. And like I said earlier, give me the Rams. These Rams are going to be all over Jared Goff. Goff is going to have absolute nightmares of Aaron Donald sneaking through the middle, and Jalen Ramsey is going to be licking his chops every single time Jared Goff backs up to throw the deep ball. There is not a more scared quarterback in league history. I swear. Jared Goff in Week 7 is going to be all over the place. It's hilarious how right now he's quarterback 25, but he was quarterback 1 after the first week. 
That Jared Goff is no longer around. It's going to be dump-offs to DeAndre Swift. If you have Swift in PPR leagues, he's a surefire RB1. Goff will not be holding onto the ball longer than he has to because he does not want to take the punishment that these Rams defensive linemen are wanting to put him through. Yes, it's a revenge game for Jared Goff, but it's also a revenge game for Matt Stafford. And a revenge game for the entire LA Rams. This week at running back, I'm sitting Elijah Mitchell. It's about time that the Niners are going to get Trey Sermon involved. He's been averaging 7 yards, 8 yards per attempt. You know, he sat out that first week. I'm going to be sitting Elijah Mitchell this week. I don't think Trey Sermon is going to go off, but I definitely think he's going to be involved. He's been way too efficient when he is involved, and that's about to change, especially after the bye week. I'm assuming Shanahan is going to be scheming something for him. Elijah Mitchell will have a good game. I'm expecting low RB2 numbers. However, he will never be that guy that we saw in week one again. Is Michael Carter the best Jets running back? Yes. Is he worth starting in week seven against the Patriots? No, it's a division game. They're going to be grinding. I do not expect Bill Belichick to let Michael Carter get through. Feel free to sit Carter this week because he's only got one game with more than 40 rushing yards. Tyler Boyd is a clear third option behind Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. If C.J. Uzoma gets going like he did a couple weeks ago, watch out. And then you've got Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon can handle the ball, and he can catch the ball probably four or five times a game if he wants to. If these other pass catchers get the opportunities that they deserve, Tyler Boyd is moot. You don't need him. This one here is breaking my heart, especially because I have him in just about every single league I'm in. It's Allen Robinson. Last week, he saw his most targets since week one, and that was with Andy Dalton, but it still wasn't enough. He played 92% of the snaps and only got seven targets. That's not going to cut it. Sure, it's for 53 yards, but that's not what Allen Robinson is good for. Allen Robinson needs 14 targets, 110 yards, and a touchdown. That's more his style. Justin Fields will eventually get acclimated to the league, but it's not yet. Allen Robinson can sit on your bench until further notice. And just like we talked about earlier with Dallas Goddard, Zach Ertz cannot be started this week. The Cardinals are expected to win by 17.5 points, which means they probably aren't throwing the ball deep in the game, and he doesn't know the playbook yet. Couple that with Kyler Murray never really using a tight end, Zach Ertz should not be started. If you're desperate for a kicker, consider Austin Seabird of the Detroit Lions. I know what you're thinking, why would you mention him? But the reason is Dan Campbell might be smart and kick the ball every single time he gets into the red zone. If they make sure to leave with points every opportunity they get, Seaver could be a big play, even if it's only three points at a time for the Lions. And lastly, I'm sitting the Kansas City Chiefs. Not only are they terrible against the pass, so look for you know that A.J. Brown call we were talking about, but they're terrible against the run. And who runs against them this week? Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry was an absolute beast last week, scored three touchdowns. He could easily run for another 150 and a couple scores this week, so do not be starting Kansas City. That's it this week, though, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Please like, comment, subscribe on the YouTube. Please follow us wherever you get your podcasts. And please follow us on Instagram at TJF Football. Thanks and have a great day.